Welcome to the Confident Money Podcast, where we talk money, finances, and accounting for real people without all the technical jargon, patronizing, and gatekeeping. I'm your host, Caitlin Magnuson, and I'm going to be your new finance bestie. Hey, welcome back. Today, we are going to be talking about probably the number one question that I get from entrepreneurs and business owners, and also I think the most commonly confusing question. And that's how to pay yourself. (laughs) Seems, you know, kind of straightforward, but there are some serious nuances and questions that come up around this and misconceptions. So I'm going to talk about the right ways to pay yourself, the do's and the don'ts, whether you need to be running payroll and how that all impacts your taxes on this episode. Okay. Number one, let's talk about how to pay yourself. You know, are you going to use Venmo checks, online transfers? Do you need to take cash out? Like what, what do you need to be doing? And this might sound crazy. I feel like this is such a common happening that we see happen in the business world, right? Where you're like, Oh my God, there's so many options. Like a, there's a little, little bit of like decision paralysis going on. Cause there's so many options, but at the end of the day, it's so much simpler than we all make it out to be. If you are a sole proprietor or a single member LLC, there's no wrong way really to pay yourself. It doesn't matter. Cash, check, online transfers, Zells would be fine. Venmo, technically Venmo would be okay with an asterisk simply because you're not supposed to be using Venmo for business purposes. However, technically paying yourself is not a business purpose, although paying yourself via Venmo, kind of difficult to do. So my favorite and my major tip is to set up a regular way to pay yourself. So instead of money flying here and there and chaos, I really recommend when you're first getting started paying yourself one day a week and either paying yourself a flat amount or paying yourself a percentage of what you make. Generally, you want to be paying yourself about 50% or less. And we're actually going to go into that in our next episode, how to like forecast what you need to be making, but paying yourself either a set amount or a set percentage once a week, I think is a really easy way to do that. When I was first getting started and with a lot of our clients, I encourage they pay themselves either every Monday or every Friday. A, that gets your you know personal bills set up so that you can kind of know what to expect. And it keeps you, like if you're doing the profit first method or something else, you're not sitting here, oh gosh, I got five payments today and four payments yesterday and I'm getting three payments tomorrow. And you're not having to do all the math on like a daily basis. It's just, it's a freaking mess. So I really like doing it once a week. If you're not counting on the income, I might even do it once every two weeks or once a month. But if you need the income more regularly, which I find to be much more common with the businesses that I work with once a week, then eventually maybe move to every other week if that works for you. But there's nothing wrong with doing that. Now, I really like if you have your bank at the same place, like business bank, personal banking, all of the same bank, you know, Chase, Wells Fargo, Bank of America, you name it, you're simply able to do an online transfer. So you're able to go in, move money from the business account to your personal account. Normally in the memo, I'll put something, you know, simple like owner's pay or owner's draw because that's not actually a business expense. The money that you take out of the business to pay yourself, and that's in quotes, to pay yourself 
is not payroll. It's not wages and salaries. It's owner's draw or owner's pay, and it does not affect the expenses of your business. Hey, if you're enjoying the show, make sure you subscribe and join our community at confidentmoneypodcast.com, where we share resources and all of the money happenings. Plus, you can send feedback and suggestions for what you'd like to see covered in future episodes. That's confidentmoneypodcast.com. Okay, back to the show. Because like we said in the previous episode, remember how all that profit in the bucket drips into your personal bucket? Same concept. Whether you pay yourself all of that money that you have that's profit or whether you leave it in your business account, you get taxed on it. So that's the next really common misconception that I have. I have worked with some clients who come to me and they're like, oh my God, I'm terrified of like what the taxes are going to be. I haven't moved any of the money over. I don't know how to pay myself the right way. I've left it all in my business account. What do I do? And I mean, the, the good and the bad is a, like you're going to pay taxes on it, whether you pay it to yourself or not, you're not going to fuck it up by, you know, paying yourself wrong. So long as you're not doing payroll when you shouldn't be. So you can move the money over, but you're paying taxes, whether you let it sit there and grow, which for some of my clients, they're really happy to do. You know, they want to have their business accounts be super flush. Maybe they have another job. Maybe they have a partner whose income they're relying on. That's totally fine. If you're able to leave that money alone, just know that you're paying taxes each year as you go, as you have your profit. So you don't have to worry if you've accumulated you know, 50, 60, $70,000 in your business checking. And then you finally go to start paying yourself. You've paid taxes on whatever your profit is. So deep breaths because you're not paying yourself wrong. Now, if you do not have your bank, your personal bank at the same bank as your business bank, I really like using checks. And this is so flipping old school. Do not for the love of everything, do not order checks from your bank. They are probably going to be like Harlan Clark. It's going to be 125 checks or hundred checks. And they're going to be ridiculous. Go to Vistaprint. You don't have to order checks through your bank. Go to Vistaprint. Go to look at their check options. You need your info. So like business name, business address, um, what bank you bank with and your nine digit routing number and your account number, which you can get from online banking. Go in. It'll prompt you to enter all your information for the checks. And I'm still working off the Vistaprint orders that I had like three or four years ago. And I write checks regularly for my business, just nature of, you know, who I am. So, and I think they were like $5 or $7 for 125 of them. So if your banking is not all at the same place, order some checks. Um, same thing. If you're needing to pay like contractors or subcontractors and you need checks, you, you can use all of those. I really like using checks for exactly that reason. But when you're paying yourself, it's really easy because you can write yourself a check and then mobile deposit it. So it's a really low cost way to be paying yourself. So this is for sole proprietors, single member LLCs and partnerships for the most part. Now, if you are running payroll, paying yourself is different. And we're gonna talk about that for just a minute or two. So when you have an S-Corp election, you have to be running payroll in order to lock in all of the tax savings that the S-Corp election brings. And when I say payroll, I mean like 
through QuickBooks, please don't use QuickBooks payroll, through ADP, through paychecks, through Sure Payroll, or through my favorite, Gusto. We'll link them in the show notes here because they're they're phenomenal. Their customer support is great. They're really affordable and they e-file everything for you, which is fantastic. We use them for all of our clients because we literally cannot process payroll as inexpensively as they can. They've really just been killing it. So if you're in S Corp, you need to be running payroll at least one a year, most times, depending on the dollar value, at least four a year. What I recommend doing is I recommend setting up payroll on a twice a month schedule, which is known as semi-monthly. Keep in mind, this is not the same as bi-weekly. Bi-weekly, you get paid every other Friday generally. There are 26 pay periods in a year, meaning you get paid 26 times because there's 52 weeks. So if you get paid every two weeks, 52 divided by two is 26. However, if you get paid semi-monthly, that is twice per month, which means that there are 24 pay periods per year instead of 26. So with that, the reason that I like semi-monthly over bi-weekly, semi-monthly, your pay dates stay the same every month. So if you pick like the first and the 16th or the fifth and the 21st or the 10th and the 26th, or it doesn't matter. It lets you plan your personal bills around that, which again, we're covering on our next episode. It lets you plan your personal bills and gives you some stability, which I think is really important um, when you're a business owner. Now, if it's bi-weekly, your pay dates will rotate throughout the month because there are two months out of the year where you have three pay periods, meaning that like your Friday dates will shift. Some people really like that. So if you do, set it up how you like. Um, some people will do monthly. I don't love monthly payrolls simply because monthly payrolls require a lot of cash up front for a lot of smaller business owners. And Gusto doesn't charge extra for running multiple payrolls. So I think from a personal finance and a personal budgeting standpoint and cash flow, it's much easier to do two per month. So you've got payroll set up. You're looking good. You're really happy with it, but you need to take more money out. Maybe you're buying a house. Maybe, you know, you're paying yourself a bonus or you're doing a profit distribution. You can take additional money out of the account just like you are a single member LLC or a sole proprietor, it needs to be a little bit more legitimate though, once you're an S corp. So in this case, I recommend either an online transfer or a check. I prefer a check and you just need to denote if it's a bonus, it should go through payroll. If it's profit sharing or an owner's distribution, you can run it through a check. So I know again, we're going to recap because this, this is a lot and kind of dense. So single member LLC, sole proprietor, pay yourself however you choose. My preferred methods are check and online transfers. It doesn't matter if you pay yourself all of the money or if you hoard it all in your business account, you still get taxed on whatever your profit is at the end of the year. If you are an S corp, you need to be running payroll in order to maximize all of the tax benefits that come with an S corp. If you have questions about any of these, we cover all of these in the self-study course that get your finance shit together linked on the website, confidentmoneypodcast.com. And it truly, this gets to be so much simpler than a lot of us make it out to be. We want, we want paying ourselves to be a little bit complicated. I think 
especially if you've worked, you know, a standard job or like a day job where, you know, you're filling out your tax withholdings and it's on a set pay period and it's, you know, got a delay on when you get paid. We're used to it being more complicated. And I think coming into business, we're used to things in business being a little bit more confusing or a little bit more complicated. And this is one thing that really gets to be about as simple as we want it to be. So again, if you like this episode, please leave a five-star review. Tell me all about it. Leave your Instagram handle in the comment on your review, because we do pick one person every month that we're going to do a free strategy session with. And I am so excited. So make sure you tune in next week for the next episode. If you love this episode, make sure to leave a five-star review for a chance to win a free financial strategy session with yours truly, Caitlin Magnuson. We do the drawing the first week of every month, and to be eligible, you'll want to leave a five-star review and include your IG handle so we can contact the winner. I'll see you next time where we'll chat real finances for real people.